This is Bob Rourke with Business Leaders Podcast. Today, we are so fortunate. We have Jamie Zaman. She is the president of Titan CEO, and she's graciously agreed to be a guest to talk about what she's doing with the Titan CEO group. So, Jamie, tell us a little bit about your business and who you serve. Thanks so much for having me today, Bob, first and foremost. Yes, ma'am. Um, So Titan CEO is a company that I started that is essentially a CEO peer group and so or a series of different CEO peer groups. We work with Colorado area based companies, CEOs, ranging traditionally between a million and about 50 million in annual company revenues. And we work to do experience sharing to help CEOs work through business related challenges And we also work on building business valuation inside uh, some of the work that we do with the CEOs because every CEO is looking to grow their business to either build it as a lifestyle business or to grow it, to build it in order to sell it. And so that's a a big blend of what we do within our groups. And you're somewhat of a a recent resident of the Rocky Mountain area. Tell us a little bit about your background because you have a long history of working with CEOs. I do. So I'm from the East Coast, originally born and raised in Baltimore, Maryland. Went to school in Baltimore, Towson University, and I was recruited to a magazine publishing company back in 2003. And I fell in love with the concept because the magazine was a magazine that was focused on CEOs. And every month we would feature one of the region's most enterprising CEOs, tell their story on the cover of the magazine, write about the success and or the failure, the obstacles, the trials and tribulations of running a company and growing it. And we did that on a monthly basis. After about a year, I went to the owner and said, I love this concept. I think we should expand it to Washington, D.C. And so he made me a partner and I moved down to D.C. And in 2005, we launched with Ted Leonsis, the former chairman and CEO of AOL on the cover of our magazine. And we took stride ever since. We grew the magazine to seven cities up and down the East Coast, reaching over 100,000 CEOs on a consistent basis. We did award programs that recognize the best of the best from CEOs that created incredible cultures or technology-based CEOs or growth companies, those 50 fastest growing companies in each region. And so I've always surrounded myself with some of the region's most enterprising CEOs. And it's been an incredible, it was an incredible ride. So I did that for almost 15 years And during that time, I had met my husband here on a ski trip, ironically, in Colorado, which is what brought him back to the East Coast for me for a short period of time. And then I made the promise that I would eventually move back to Colorado for him because it's such a beautiful state. You know, I can see where you compare Denver and Baltimore, just kind of like, yeah. (laughs) You know, it's like your love for the water or your love for the mountains and Unfortunately, I'm more of a water baby than I'm a mountain lover, but I'm a big, avid skier, and so is my husband. So well, I grew up in the deep south on the lake, so I'm a water skier, and you go, it's a lot colder when you do the skiing up here. So, <laughs> yes. yeah. Don't fall in. No, no. You know, so I'm, I'm the business owner going, you know, I'm, I don't know that I'm familiar with the Titan 100. How, you know, how do I find information, and what's it take to qualify? Yeah, so to explain a little bit more about how that evolved, You know, I always 
believe that it's so important that who you surround yourself matters, which is one of the reasons why being in a CEO peer group is extremely valuable. I have been in CEO peer groups in my time in running the magazine back on the East Coast. I have run dozens and dozens of CEO-related roundtable discussions, moderated discussions, and there's always incredible information that comes from it. Beyond that, it's also very important to build community. And I am a big proponent that, you know, the individuals that you can connect with, that you can learn from, that you can surround yourself, and the community that you can build is one of the most powerful and important things that a CEO can do. And so the Titan CEO peer groups is one sort of style, but it's really directed for very intimate, smaller group settings. The Titan 100 is a community platform that I launched. And that platform is very forward-facing, very outward-facing, very public-facing. And the design of it is to build community and to connect CEOs and entrepreneurs together to build strong connections and to recognize what they're doing and what they've done in their careers. So we launched the Titan 100 this past year, and it is a recognition of Colorado's top 100 CEOs and C-level executives 100 titans of industry. I'm thinking back to when I was a kid and titans and so on. So how did you come up with the name Titan? That's a really great question. (laughs) So if you Google a titan, the definition is a person of exceptional importance and reputation. Arguably, Albert Einstein was a titan in the world of science. Shakespeare was a titan of literature. And Wayne Gretzky was a titan of hockey. So the noun Titan comes from a Greek mythology in which the Titans were a race of God. And today, a Titan is someone who is unique and preeminent in their certain field. They're distinguished, they're reputable. And so that's really what the name came from. And it's stuck. You know, I I think about all those qualifications going like, I'm gonna have to get a checklist and score myself, you know, (laughs) going like, "Uh oh, you know, you think about trying to transmit the culture that you developed in the Titan world from the East Coast, transplant it to Denver and bring that forward. When you first started out with the Titan 100, what was the reaction or reception in in the, the Rocky Mountain region to what you're doing? So we started with an open call for nominations and we asked these entrepreneurs, these CEOs to apply and to tell us about their entrepreneurial journeys We asked them to tell us why they thought they were a Titan in their industry. And a Titan isn't necessarily the largest. It's not about I'm the biggest in this industry or my company is the largest. It's really about doing what you do better than anyone else does it. It's about finding your niche and and exploiting that. And so that's some of the criteria that we looked at for the application process. We had upwards of 200 applicants for gunning for the top honor of being selected as one of Colorado's titans of industry here in our first year. It was an independent committee that reviewed of Colorado's regional experts that reviewed and scored all of the applications to ultimately select this year's list. And collectively, the 2020 Titan 100 are responsible for companies that employ more than 83,000 individuals and generate over $56 billion in annual companies revenues. So it's a really impressive set of statistics. You know, I, I think about what I've observed, right? And I ran across Titans 100 on LinkedIn to start with. And I go, wow, that's 
one of the previous guests, you know, so I was going like, what's this? So, you know, when you're a business owner and CEO that gets accepted into the Titan 100, what should they expect after that? Yeah. So when we, so when we made the announcement that nominations had closed and we had gone through the nominate or the scoring cycle, we then sent out the congratulatory letters to all of the Titans that made the list. One of the big benefits that the Titans will receive is essentially they're being invited into this gated community to be recognized as Colorado's top 100 CEOs. They represent all different industry verticals. And the idea for them is that it's an annual program. So it will start with the announcement, the press release initially announcing the Titan 100. They'll have individual landing pages built out on our website that highlight and feature them. We are producing and have produced a Titan 100 book, which is a collection of their stories. Please show us for the folks on video. (laughs) And for you folks that are just listening, you'll have to imagine. Yes. Okay. So here is the Titan 100 book. It is a collection of the region's top 100 CEOs and C-level executives, 100 Titans of industry. Inside, you'll find infer, you know, individual profiles on all of our Titans, their stories. We asked these entrepreneurs about their greatest leadership lessons learned to tell us information about the trials and tribulations of starting their companies. What did their entrepreneurial path look like? And so it's an incredible book. I'm very humbled and proud to publish it. And we will be debuting it. It will go live on September 10th. And so it will also come in a form of a digital edition, which can be read by anyone anywhere. My observation after working with business owners on the podcast, you know, is one, the notion is they know everything, one, they don't. But, you know, they go like, no, I don't know that. And, and, but what I think is so interesting is they're so willing to share that which they do know. And for you, you know, as you go through and, and get it, you know, effectively you're getting introduced by doing this to the community, you know, up mm-hmm. and down the front range. What struck you about the diversity of skill sets and the CEOs that you, you know, that are in the 100? You know, I think that the path to success for every entrepreneur is never a straight line. It's always got its twists and turns. You know, we asked all of the Titans to tell us about their journey to success. And it's not always easy, but the one constant that remained was their desire and passion to never give up. We asked them about their greatest leadership lessons learned, and many of them spoke for a constant thirst to learn, surround themselves with the brightest and best talent, you know, lead from the front in times of challenge, sit in the shadows of time, times of success to let their employees bask in the limelight. You know, they believe that authentic leadership begins with humility and that listening is one of the most int- important traits that a leader can possess. So it's these incredible, important tidbits that just remind us and help us as entrepreneurs and CEOs as we navigate the waters, that we can be motivated and we can, we can learn from the tenacity and influence by their leadership. Guys, it, what struck me is, you know, there's always this cry of there's a lack of leadership, right? And I look at the business community and you look at the true leaders in the community, they have so many of the traits that you talked about. Humble people. I don't know at all. My, you know, I was really supported by the key people in my organization. I was just kind of here to, to help them along, you know, and, and, you know, they're self-effacing, you know, rarely do you find one that's, you know, it's all about me kind of thing. Rarely does that happen. And, you know, I was thinking about the, the ongoing benefit of putting a bunch of people like that together where they can com- have community. 
and to be able to cross-pollinate. What are your thoughts on on the wisdom of the crowd of CEOs that you, you know, what happens to the CEO when they get exposed to all these other CEOs? Yeah, so the design of the program on an ongoing basis was to connect them at one big inaugural award celebration where we would unveil the book live. And then subsequent events would take place over the course of the 2020-2021 calendar year. And those are things like, you know, networking events with roundtable breakouts, or we were going to do a charity community day at the local nonprofit that we're supporting down here in Colorado at Project Cure down in Centennial, Colorado. And then a couple of other additional events that were scheduled, including a Colorado Titan Ski Day. Oh, imagine that. (laughs) Right? We have to. It's Colorado. Who thought of of that? Yeah. So all of these things right now are being either postponed or modified due to COVID, unfortunately. But we are going to be rolling out some virtual event series, and we will look to do some smaller, intimate-based events for smaller groups that can provide for social distancing. We were talking before we went live about the challenge of, I mean, you're a startup for going doing this. You got mm-hmm. issued COVID. <laughs> you, you have a group event that said no group, right? Distancing, going like, are you kidding? You know, and so for you, for the, the 100 this year and potentially the 100 for next year, given the COVID challenge, how do you see all of that working? You know, we're still trying to figure it out. I think, as you know, it's a moving target. And because COVID restrictions and details are coming out daily, we have or I have assembled a Titan 100 board made up of 10 of the Titan 100 themselves. And we are working together to identify the path forward. Um, So whether the program will evolve itself into a new cohort in 2021, or we blend the two together to continue to build this gated community of vetted Titans is still to be determined. You know, and that, that sounds like almost every other business owner that I've talked to says in the absence of clarity, we're going to be flexible. Yes. You know, and I, and I think about, you know, the wisdom within the group. And you know, these folks are facing many of the same challenges that you're facing. And I think about that perspective and sharing that perspective with their peers in that kind of setting. I mean, it's not just you. You're not by yourself. Yeah, we all have bad days, you know, and you kind of go, I thought I had all the surprises behind me. And the answer is no, not so much. And you go, or like lately, I just want to have a finite date when this is over. And you go, yeah, and you and most of the rest of the planet. You know, right. just, we want to be done. We want to get back to life, you know, mm-hmm. or like that old movie. I just want to have lunch. I think that was Goldie Hawn a long time ago. I just want to have lunch. You know, so for you, you've been exposed to so much talent and influence through the years. You know, if you were going to take and talk to the either the CEOs that can that are going to qualify or for those that are looking to qualify, what piece of advice might you offer to those folks given this time frame? Well, if you're interested in applying to be a Titan 100, you know, like anything, when you write an application, the more experience sharing and impact that you can quantify, the better. You know, when you tell us that your organization, your company is great, what makes it great? Provide us with those quantifiable metrics. How are you making an impact with what you do? What do you think really defines how you own your own space. And then I think we're also looking for inspiration. 
you know, we're looking for people who can be vulnerable in their storytelling. And so when we ask about your path to entrepreneurship, to CEO, to whatever your, your current title is now, being vulnerable with what you share, because there's always something that someone can identify with, relate to. And so we appreciate that because there are some really great wordsmiths out there that can sort of paint this picture. But, you know, I've always had CEOs, even when I was running a magazine, say, well, how do I get on the cover of the magazine, Jamie? And I said, you know, success is not always the story. It's what's behind the success. Where were the lessons learned? What mistakes did you make along the way that you can share with people? That's what we want to know. That's what we want to read about. That's what we want to write about. And that's where the greatest inspiration comes. The thing I think that's interesting, you know, for the lifelong learner, you go, let me see a role model or somebody that's, you know, been in the fire a bit. And, you know, what really seems odd is the stuff I seem to need to know seems to show up, you know, in a, in a book or a podcast or a publication or so on. And I think about the CEOs that are out there in that cohort that maybe you're going, you know, I'm, I'm struggling a bit in here. And then they go through and look at the stories of the people that are in there. And it just takes one little thing. And the CEO that offered the one little thing is trying to give back. And they may or may not know that that pebble in the pond may ripple through this other guy's company or other lady's company and really help. And I think that's the unsung story that comes out of all that sharing through all the folks all the time. At least I think so. I love it. It's, it's very true. It's very true. I believe what you said wholeheartedly I think that the universe, what we attract to it, we bring to us. And so if you're seeking inspiration, you're seeking advice, you're seeking knowledge, and you open yourself up to receiving it, it'll come to you. You know, you think about if you could look back over your, your career prior to Denver, you know, how many mentors can you point a finger to that really offered to help you for no reason other than just to say, hey, look, somebody helped me, I'm passing it on. A ton. I mean, there's too many to even name or count. It's It's been incredible. That's, again, that's the humble nature of an entrepreneur, of a CEO. They bring people along with them. And so they're never afraid to offer you support or advice or counsel. And that's why I believe so strongly in community, which is why we created the Titan 100. You know, as an example, I'm thinking, so I'm, let's say I'm in the cohort and I have a specific question to go like, you know, I don't know about this or there's, is there somebody in the cohort that has expertise in this particular neighborhood? And I suspect you would know who that might be or who they would be. What would that process look like if I needed to reach out to another member? You know, one of the things that we did in our intake form is we asked our Titans once they were selected in to tell us uh, what would be meaningful connections for them. What would be individuals that they would like to learn from or seek knowledge? Who could be valuable introductions for them to meet? And so we did gather that information. And I've already made dozens of connections for people looking for specific information or maybe a product or service even, which has been really nice to kind of use that network in that way. You know, I think about that. The go, I know someone. You know, it has nothing to do with you. And you go, you have a problem. I think they can help. And, and, you know, you think as you go through the years of community, and particularly, you know, in the past where you were doing all the work on the East Coast, 
And if you're doing it in all those cities, pretty soon you go, oh, I need to do something in Richmond. You go, oh, I know somebody down in Richmond that's an expert in that area where they might have had this, you know, I think the value add for membership, you know, there's a lot of groups, you know, and, and you look at it and you go, how do you stand out in a group? And I think so much of that's predicated by the person that puts the group together. Absolutely. You know, for you, you know, it's on, you've had so much experience in that. What would you say are, is the key one or two hallmarks of a successful group like the Titan 100 as far as keeping it together, creating value for the, for the members? Well, I think like anything, you get out of something what you put into it. And so you really do want to have entrepreneurs or CEOs that are open to being servant leaders first, who have that just great mindset, because if they give, they will get much more. And I think that's very true of the Titan 100, based off of what I've seen and what I've read, their mottos, their inspiration for what they do. They have that servant leadership mindset, which is so important. Well, you know, just for purely self-serving reasons, you know, so the book's out on the 10th of September, right? Well, it will be unveiled the 10th of September, yes. Okay, okay. So, at the unveiling, so I'm going to want a copy. So, how do I do that? So, I have a website, titan100.biz, and all of the Titan 100 profiles are there. A digital edition of the book will be available for download for free. That's the best way that you can access it oh, and get it. Good. You know, because, you know, I, I think about, you know, like Tim Ferriss did a pretty good job on Tribe of Mentors. For and you know, gathering wisdom and stuff, and trying to distill from the various folks that he had on this podcast. And it's interesting, you'll go through and you go, Here's a person that knows nutrition. Well, there's something I wanted to know, or here's somebody that knew something on a workout regimen or whatever. I didn't find anybody said how to convert water skiing to snow skiing, other than don't, <laughs> don't lean back as much as you think is appropriate, you know. But those kinds of things, and you know, that's for me, and looking at the book, you know, what I'm interested in is in that resource. And, and that wisdom that shared. So, you know, in, in thinking about all of this wisdom and knowledge that you've picked up from what you're doing, what advice might you offer to that entrepreneur or the person that's new to being a CEO that just took that job now? So the number one piece of advice that I would offer is to join a peer group. There's an article that came out by CEO World Magazine. If you Google it, you can find it. And it's entitled, A CEO's Secret Weapon. And the answer is other CEOs. You know, peer groups are so profound in that the groups can help in so many different ways to provide experience sharing. So you can learn through their own experiences versus having to learn the hard way, which is going through trials and tribulations yourself, surrounding yourself with people who have been in your seat, who can offer you judgment-free guidance, not advice, but experience sharing. They can hold you accountable to things and they can help you navigate the really tricky waters. You know, it's a direct correlation between entrepreneurs who always want to be learning. This is the best way that you can learn. So... The answer is join a peer group. You know, that's, it reminds me of advice to your children. I'm going to offer <laughs> you this piece of advice, right? You can choose to take it or not and said, hopefully you don't make this mistake that I made so you can go make a brand new one. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think about, you know, for 
many of the CEOs go, you know, I'm faced with this situation. And let's say they're trying to transition like you more to a digital format, you know, with Zoom and, and conferencing because of the COVID issue. And you go, you know, it may or may not be that you spend a lot of time as a business owner on Zoom. And you go, I can't sell off of my body language and personality anymore. You know, and you kind of go, I've got a distributed workforce. I didn't have one last year. Now I have one. You know, and I think about the ability to come into a group and go, what are you seeing? What are you using? What are you struggling with? And I got to believe that's been a hot topic. It absolutely has. Um, speaking from experience in several of the peer groups that I operate through Titan CEO, it has been. It's been how do you navigate during COVID? All of the remote workforce engagement tools now and when is it safe to come back and how do we pivot how do we navigate how do we create a 2021 growth plan what information is important to shareholders there's 101 things now that are brand new for ceos and entrepreneurs to face that no one really has a playbook for and so they're also working together to say well i tried this and this worked try you know you can take what I did and improve on it in your communication or how you want to evolve. And, and that's really been helpful. So it's that group think, which is proven because we learn best in groups. We are birds of a feather that flock together. And so it's part of our, our DNA. You know, and, and for me, as you were talking, I'm going like, okay, I've got the Titan 100 and I've got the Titan CEO peer group. What's the distinguishing differential between those? Yeah, so my Titan CEO groups are for CEOs that are put into groups based off of revenue size. I've got several groups. As I had mentioned, the largest CEOs roughly about 50 million and the smallest is about a million. And so we break them up into groups based off of similar revenue ranges. Those groups meet monthly in person. They had been in virtual <laughs> for- In virtual days. person, yes. Virtual person. And so that is really a group that you know, is designed for CEOs who are looking to learn and evolve their, their companies on a deeper level. The Titan 100 platform is for CEOs that are looking to build community outside of their existing cohorts or peer groups. The two are separate unto themselves. There are no revenue requirements to apply for the Titan 100. We have some publicly traded company CEOs that have made the list. And we also have some under a million dollar companies that have made the list. They've developed some incredible cutting edge technology, or they have just done such an amazing job with what they're doing. They really are titans of industry. So it does go back to the notion of being preeminent and distinguished in your field. You know, I, I think about that, you know, sharp, you know, honing the edge kind of thing. And I think about some of the business owners that I know where they really had absolute adversity and tenacity kicked in and said, we're going to get through this one way or another, and we're going to come out with integrity and take care of our stakeholders and take care of our customers and said, we're just going to do the right thing. And, you know, you think about those lessons of it's not all, you know, like I always said, I'd always like to own my own business. And I said, do you know what you're asking for? And I think folks that haven't owned a business, you know, it's pretty hard for them to understand what it means to own a business and be responsible for other families. It's a great responsibility and one that many take very seriously and very humbly as well. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I used to say, you know, a military thing, you take care of the troops, the troops take care of you. And if you don't take care of your employees, then there's probably a challenge in there somewhere in your thought process, it would be my guess. So, all right. Influences for you. Most influential recent book that you've read that's been useful or influential for you? So it's not a recent book, 
but it is a staple of what I make sure all of my Titan CEOs in our peer groups subscribe to, and that is John Maxwell's The Five Levels of Leadership. I'm a big lover of John Maxwell and all of his books, but for me, you know, he is the one that talks about basically stepping further into Jim Collins's book, Good to Great, and he talks about what level five leadership is and that level five leaders can transform a good organization to a great organization. And so John Maxwell really defines five levels and what each level means. And so any entrepreneur, any CEO, if they haven't read this book, this is the book to read. This is the book to emulate in your company culture for your aspiring leaders, because you don't have to have people report to you to be a leader. It's the servant leadership mindset that John Maxwell talks about and what that means and how important it is and how you can continue to serve and lead other people and what that means. And so it's one of the reasons why I love that book. All of my Titan CEOs (laughs) subscribe to it. They've worked on implementing that into their culture, that servant leadership mindset. And so that's, that's why it's the most influential book that I have on my list. Yeah, you know, I, I think about a lot of the books. It says, this is what you should do. You know, like me, Bob, you should have good financials. Oh, thanks for that. Yeah, yeah, you know, I should be taller. In the book, when you look at it, does it go from what you should do to how to do it? Is it on John Maxwell? It does. It's got some really great, great Q&As, which will help you identify what type of a level leader that you are, your areas of weakness, and how to work on them. It will help you quantify the importance of what does it mean to aspire to a level five leader position. And it's a lifelong journey. And John Maxwell says it himself that leadership is an ever ongoing, ever learning process. And it's true. And we go through different phases of leadership. We're on different levels of leadership with different people. And so... I love his principles, and I love how easily he details it for you. You know, I, I, General Officer had a quote years ago about leadership. He said, do you ever remember seeing the juggler that would juggle plates on the end of various sticks? And, you know, you'd say, he said, the art of leadership is knowing which plate needs to be spun more frequently than others. He said, some you just spin once, and some you got to manage a lot. You know, and that's that ongoing leadership evolution as your staff and people's needs and life changes. You know, you go through and you have that impact and the ability to reflect. You go, how do I help? You know, and you've mentioned servant leadership a number of times. So in your mind, when you identify servant leadership, what does that look like to you? For me, it's really about being a good listener when you need to be, to ask the questions that help someone And it's having no agenda. It's having no judgment. It's being vulnerable to understand what a person needs and what they're looking for and how you can help direct them, guide them, or support them. It's about putting your needs above others. You know, it's, you know, how do you serve? How can I help? How do I serve? And, you know, my broad sense is that stuff comes back anyways. You know, you just have to have faith that it works. And in, and by and large, that's been my experience that it works. You know, a couple of things. I've been harassing you for a little while. You've been very tolerant. <laughs> oh, this is of, fun. I love it. Of, you know, of my harassment. You know, as you've gone through all these experiences and, and 
you know, friendships with the leadership. What's a quote that you like to use or that's meaningful for you? So I think two years ago, I found this quote and it's really been my motto. It's an, it's by anonymous. I don't know who wrote it, but the quote is be fearless in the pursuit of what sets your soul on fire. And I think it's pretty profound because, you know, too often there are people who will say you can't do something or that's too difficult. But if you're passionate about it, be fearless about going and getting it. You know, I, you got to love what you do, you know, and if you don't, it's apparent. And if you love what you do, then, you know, you always hear, yeah, you'll always love coming to work. Well, most of the time you'll really love coming to work. There are a few days that you got to go, eh, not as much today as another. You know, I think that's, that's a useful reminder for folks. And, you know, a lot of that I think has to do with destination. You know, I think a lot of folks end up somewhere mm-hmm. and you kind of go, how'd you get here? And you go, I don't really know. And, <laughs> You know, and you go, well, there you go. That's part of the challenge, you know, and you kind of go through, how do you take and make an educated guess about getting from A to B? Well, for all of this stuff that's going on in the CEO world, when's the, you have 2020's Titan 100 already selected. When does the next cohort of Titans, when do you expect to start accepting applications for the next group? They will open in December of 2020. So at the end of this year. And they'll close out sometime in February, I believe, of 2021. So note to self, if you want to be on the list, start working. You know, if you have a story, start crafting your story. That's right. Yeah. So is there any last words you would like to say to the listeners before we call it a day? Well, I appreciate your time and, you know, we value you listening in today. Thank you so much. If you're interested in learning more about Titan CEO, you can visit us on titanceo.com. We also have a LinkedIn page where we are posting daily our Titan 100 stories. And so you can go there to get great inspiration, great quotes, great thoughts. So follow us on LinkedIn. It's uh, just LinkedIn. Titan CEO is the uh, designation. I follow it. And that's, you know, it it ran across in my feed. And then I said, oh, I got to follow this to see what's going on. And so it pops up in my feed every day from following. So that's very nice. And so, Jamie, thank you so much for taking time to be with us today and, and share your observations and wisdoms and look forward to great things from the Titans. Thanks so much, Bob. It's been a real pleasure. I appreciate everything you're doing here and really value your time today. Thank you. You betcha.